Hey everyone, let's talk about Chris Middleton saving the Bucks season. This man had, I think, 30, I think he had the first ever 30 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 5 steals game ever in the playoffs. Okay, wait, it's 30, 10, 5, and 5 with 5 plus 3s made. So he was incredible. Like, this is something he's capable of, but like, it's something he's capable of, but it's not something you should expect from him. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's not something he can do maybe, like, every other game or something like that. Uh, he's usually just, like, a consistent 20 to 25 points in the playoffs. But, you know, obviously that helped 38, 10, 5, and 5. 11 for 16 shooting is insane. Uh, obviously that helped, but I think... You know, Bud's going to get a lot of criticism for, like, the offense. Because even because even today, like, their offense wasn't good. Even on a game where they won by 15 and they were up 20 in the fourth quarter, their offense still wasn't good. Like, their offense is never good for more than one half. Like, tonight, I believe they scored 59 points in the first half. And then what did they score? 45 in the second. The game five, they scored like 60 in the first half. And then they scored like 40-something in the second half. Same with game four, where first half they didn't, they, they weren't going. And then the second half, they were really good. So, like, for a whole game, they have not played Bucks basketball. But you know what they have done? They've played tremendous defense. Pretty much every single game after game one. No, no, after game two. Because game two is the one they got blown out in. Yeah, even game one, they played good defense. Game two, they didn't. Game three, they held them to like under, what was it, like 85 points. And game four, they held them to... What did they hold them to in game four? Let me look at this real quick. They held them to 96 points and then... The game that they lost, they held them to 114 points, which is still, like, pretty fucking good. And tonight, they held them to 89 points. And the one thing I'm not understanding is why why, why can't the Nets score? Like, I understand James Harden's compromised, even though he had a pretty... He had a decent game. I thought he should have taken more shots in the second half, but whatever. I think he took, like, seven or eight in the first half, and then only one or two in the second. And he keeps... He keeps flailing on the three-point attempts, trying to get foul shots. It's very annoying and something that, like, if if I'm the Bucks, I'm like, yo, look at this NBA. Look at the shit he's doing. He's flailing on every three-point attempt. Um, but I'm not understanding why they're not able to score. Cause, because, you know, when I look at this team, I go, okay, they still have offense, offensive-type weapons that should be able to do something, Right? So they have um, James Harden who can still spot up shoot. Joe Harris can spot up shoot. Jeff Green can spot up shoot. Blake Griffin can spot up and shoot. Shamit can spot up and shoot. So, like, they have those guys, but they're still not able to score because I think they're becoming too Kevin Durant reliant. And Kevin Durant is not that guy where it's like, I'm running 100 pick and rolls and I'm not just looking for my shot, but I'm looking for... Um, you know, whatever the best play in that is. And, you know, he had, like, the tennis assists last game, but, like, 
it was it was a lot of like like when Kevin Durant passes and gets an assist you know he's looking for that assist like he's he's thinking about it like with someone like Luka healthy Harden LeBron Jokic like they, they don't they're not even thinking about it. they just see it and it's done so I think they've become too Kevin Durant relying you know I think his usage is probably insane in this game and he had 32 points on 30 shots and you can tell that Kevin Durant isn't Kevin Durant anymore like he's still obviously fucking amazing like the but you can tell he's not because even when he's incredible it's a lot of jump shots it's not a lot of I'm getting to the rim 10 15 20 times it's not a lot of that anymore and because he's such a good jump shooter he's still able to look incredible so but you can tell like the differences from like 2014 Kevin Durant you know 2017 18 Kevin Durant to now like that's one of the big differences you know he's uh he posts up a lot more a lot of fadeaways and um you know a lot of jump shots and not as many like getting to the rim and stuff like that um other than that like I, I said what would happen like Kevin Durant he played 48 minutes and you you look at it tonight 30 shots for 32 points. Uh, I said the Jeff Green thing as well. Like, what Milwaukee has going for them is, you know, Jeff Green made seven out of three, seven out of eight threes. That's the Jeff Green game as much as it is the Kevin Durant game. And tonight he went two for nine, one for four from three, and he missed some wide, 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 wide open threes. Um, I don't know what else to say from the Brooklyn side. Like, maybe Kyrie comes back and that gives them an extra punch. Um, they could shoot a little better from three. Like, Blake had some open ones. Jeff Green had some open ones. Aside from that, though, like, it wasn't that much. Um, Kevin Durant missed two free throws. That doesn't usually happen. But I, 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 I'm actually, let me talk about the Bucks first. Drew Holiday, one for 10 from three. So he went seven for, what would that be? 11 from two point range. Like, He's so strong against these, uh, like, even like a Bruce Brown who's, got, who's like a little, like 6'4", and he's he's pretty strong. Drew Allard just bullied him to the rim. Like, I feel like he went 1 for 10 from threes. Five of those should be extra, like, two-point shots. You know what I mean? So he should be, like, 13 for 21. Like, this, should be, this should have been, like, a 27, 28-point game for Drew instead of a 21-point game because he took 10 step I believe... No, I think it was nine step backs. That's too many. Like, it's just too many. Uh, but, you know, defensively, he's just been amazing this entire series. Like, you know, like I, I said about the... I said about the Bucks offense, like, everyone's going to make fun of Bud for that. And they should. Like, they really should. But defensively, he's got them playing insanely well. And they've played well five out of six games on defense. So, you know... You know, you can talk about the offense not being good. But defensively, they've been there the entire series except for game two. Uh, Giannis finally played big. Like, big, big. You know, he said, I'm going to the rim every time. I'm I'm attacking. I'm not taking any fucking threes. My season's on the line. I'm not taking threes. I'm not doing any of that. He got to the rim every time. They attacked the offensive glass. Giannis had five. Although, there was one possession where they got like four in a row. And they still didn't make a. They still didn't. They still couldn't make the shot. So, it was fifteen offensive rebounds, but like, they. Didn't, I don't think they got like quality quality shots out of them. 
Um, what else? Uh, like I said, Middleton was great. They, Brooke Lopez, he he rolled to the rim a lot. Like I, f- I feel like I saw him roll to the rim three, four times. And it was an easy bucket all of those times because everyone on the Nets is so much smaller than him. He just bullies them out of the way and he gets like an easy layup. Like I think he needs to... He needs to roll to the rim more when Giannis is not in the game. That's what he needs to do. He needs to roll to the rim more when Giannis isn't in the game. Because he just has so much more spacing. And even like when Giannis is in the game, sometimes still roll to the rim. Like you're so fucking big. You got to do that. They had 12 steals. Like I said, their defense has been there the entire series. Um, he just like, it, even this game, like obviously... They won by 15, and they were up, like, 20 at some point. Offensively, they still weren't good, so, like, maybe they still have, like, a good offensive game in them. You know, 7 for 33 from 3. Like I said, Drew missed 9 threes. He could go, what, 4 for 10. P.J. Tucker missed some wide-open ones, 1 for 5. Brooklyn, 0 for 3. Connington, 0 for 5. Bryn Forbes, 0 for 2. So, like, you know, like, the Nets have their thing to look at and be like, oh, you know, we, we, we played pretty poorly on offense. The Bucks can say the same thing, too. Like, they missed, what is it, 26 threes? And a lot of them were good open looks. So, my prediction for Game 7 is, I have the Bucks. They, they've, they've fooled me again. They've, they've gotten me again. They got me again. And I'm... I'm just a fool, I guess. I'm just going to pick them again. Because I just think Kevin Durant has played like 260 minutes in four games. And there's only one day off from now on. Like, actually, from like two two games ago, there's only been one day off now. And Kevin Durant went 48 minutes in that. Hold on. Let me actually look at the whole thing. Because it's been one day off since when... When, since when? Okay, since game four. So game four, he played, what is that? 42 minutes. And then one day off, he plays 48 minutes. And tonight, after one day off, I think he played another, what is it, 41 minutes? Let me look real quick. Yeah, 40 minutes. So he's just playing, what would that be? 40, 48, 88, uh, 128 minutes. So he's played roughly 128, 130 minutes in three games. That's insane. And this is a man coming off, uh, you know, Achilles injury that he had to get repaired. So I just I just don't think he's going to have enough in him unless Kyrie comes back and he can like, give them a good, you know, 25, 30 minutes. And he's just out there like, you know, 15, 16 points. And that's, that's some extra they get. Maybe Harden. Like Harden looked much better from the uh, game five so maybe an extra day off for him and he's even better and he can give them like 20 minutes not 20 minutes 20 points and maybe that might be enough to get it done maybe instead of being 60 percent, he's like 70 percent, and maybe that's enough to get it done but i just i just think the bucks still have not played a great game and i think for game seven that's on saturday i just think they're gonna have much more left in them still because they're so like Kevin, like I said, Kevin Durant takes a lot of jump shots, so it's still gonna be harder for him and like his legs. You know, after playing so many minutes to 
make those jump shots. But with Giannis, I think he's just going to get 35 points on, like, paint touches. And he's young. And he's not playing 48 minutes. Like, Giannis is playing a lot more minutes. And, you know, it's incredible that he's he's able to play all these minutes, not fucking self-combust on the floor. It's incredible that Drew Holiday can play all these minutes. Middleton can play all these minutes. Like, we've been saying for fucking ever. And it's incredible, like, that they're not exploding out there on the court. It's wild. So, I have the Bucks in seven. Uh, they've put me in their spell again. And I'm definitely ready to be embarrassed. The... The second thing I wanted to talk about was Trey Young, because I'm seeing a a lot of a lot of talk about Trey Young. Oh, Trey Young's a superstar now. He's he's playing so well, and you know you y'all left him off the All NBA All Star and all that stuff. You know, look at him now. He's completely changed his game. Look at him now, and I'm like, no, he hasn't. He's still the same guy. And what I when I when I said that, I'm not making fun of him. I'm not I'm not trying to hit on him because I already thought he was great. So he's just being regular Trey Young to me, just regular great Trey Young. He's and just playing more minutes. Like that last game, people are like, oh, Trey Young carried them to another win in Philadelphia. It's like no he didn't. He was like a minus twenty in that game. They won that game because Lou Will came in, Gallo came in, and they scored like thirty points in the fourth quarter. Trey I mean um Lou Will in that fourth quarter had I think thirteen or fifteen points. He almost won single handedly Outscored the 76ers by himself. Because I, I think the 76ers only had like 18 or 19 points. So he almost did it himself. And, you know, the conversation has now become, oh, Trey Young's a superstar. You know, this is an Iverson round. I'm like, no, it's not, man. Why are y'all doing this? Why can't we just say the Hawks are good? Because it's not like, it's not like Trey Young has been shooting the ball well. He's shooting like 43% and like 33% from three. So it's not like he's shooting the ball that well. And it's not like um, offensively the Hawks have been so amazing this series. No, they had one good game. And since then, they haven't been good on offense at all. You know, I've talked about this again. I'm going to do it again. What I've noticed from the Hawks is their defense is incredible. They're playing tremendous defense. So that's what that's what I'm noticing. This is this this. This does remind me a lot of the Iverson run, but like Trey has much more talent around him because people love to shit on the like the people that Iverson had around him. But if you really go look at every single one of those series, and I have, Iverson got outplayed in the first round, the second round, and the third round to make it to the finals. He got outplayed by Reggie. He got outplayed by Vince. He got outplayed by he got outplayed badly, badly, badly by Ray Allen. In that conference finals, I think he averaged 32 points on 30 shots and, like, 11 free throws. Like, it was insane. It was insane. So, the difference, of course, being, like, Trey has much more offensive talent around him. Like, Iverson just had defensive talent around him. And the reason Iverson and the 0-1-76ers were able to make the finals wasn't just that Iverson was able to create some shot opportunities but it was it was because they played so well on defense that they were they were able to hold these other teams off like and Iverson you know would have like these hot streaks that would propel them even because the defense had kept it as a close game 
And I see the same thing happening now, but it's not Trey just exploding and doing it. He's like he's doing it in spurts for sure, but so I think it's more so the bench. The bench is the one that's just going on these hot streaks and just destroying the 76ers. So Trey's like Trey's still good to me, like Trey's still great to me. But I'm not like I'm not watching the games now going Hey, he's a superstar. Oh, my God, he's a superstar. He's completely changed his game. That's not a player I recognize anymore. He's doing different things. No, he's playing the exact same fucking way that he always has. He's just playing more. He's just playing more minutes. You know, it's the same thing for not Donovan Mitchell. I do think Donovan's a little different. He does. He does look to he does look a little better in the playoffs and has for a while. But it's the same thing with Devin Booker. I've seen Devin Booker do this shit for years now. I'm not looking at him any differently. I'm just not like I I've known Devin Booker to be this great like scorer and I the way he plays you knew his uh his game would translate to the playoffs because the playoffs are about low turnovers and getting a good shot every time and the fact that Devin Booker is like an elite mid-range shooter and elite shot creator I knew that was that was going to translate into the playoffs so it's not shocking to me at all you're not going to get like 10, 15, 20 free throws in the playoffs. So you have to make shots. And Devin Booker is a shot maker. So that doesn't shock me either. I'm not now thinking, oh, Devin Booker is a top 10 player in the league. Devin Booker is a superstar. Trey Young's a superstar. No, I still think of them as what they are. They're not doing anything different to me. They're not, not to me, but like in my eyes, they're not doing anything different on the court. So, you know, I just, I just want to enjoy them and you know watch them grow and you know we don't have to get into the conversation about oh is this guy you know a top you know 10 15 player now no we don't have to do that let's just let's just talk about how good the hawks are let's talk about how good the suns are you know that's that's those are the type of conversation that thing we should be having instead of like trey young is carrying the hawks no he's not Devin Booker, you know, he's a superstar now. No, he's, he's probably like half a tier below that. And that's fine. You know, once he gets to that superstar level, we'll know and then we'll talk about it. So, and you, I've heard it so many times where it's like, oh, Devin Booker has figured it out. No, no, he hasn't. He's still the same fucking player. He just has a better team around him and now you're able to see that he is a winning player. You know, it's... Trey Young has figured it out. He's playing the way that we've always wanted. No, he hasn't. He's still doing the exact same things, but he has a better team around him. He has a better coach coaching him. And now you're able to see all that Trey Young has always been good at. And it's not... So I've just never... I'm just not understanding this. I feel like this is something that, you know, people just need something to talk about. So that's why they're talking about it. But yeah, that's it. That's all I had to say about that. Um... Just something from my life. I was um, I was driving to work, and one of my tires popped. And thankfully, this is not paid by the police. Two police officers actually like helped me get the tire off and like put the spare on. So you know, shout out to the Toronto police. Thank you for that. Um, Anything else? I tried the Tim Hortons watermelon strawberry uh, f- drink. Not that good. I was actually very disappointed in that. 
I don't know. It was just very... It, it tasted... It, it should have tasted better than what it was. It, it was more on, like, the sour side than the sweet side. I am, I'm going to try their peach one later. I'll let you guys know about that. I know you guys are very um, interested in my drink and food adventures. And the last thing I wanted to talk about was... One of my friends just completely losing the right to ever make fun of me. Well, I guess she could still make fun of me, but... Not for this particular thing that happened to me. Because it happened to her too. So now it's like, how are you going to make fun of me for something that also happened to you? And the thing was, I guess maybe six, seven, eight, nine years ago. I can't remember. Um, I got my first debit and credit card. And my dad had told me, you know, he's going to put some money in there. And, you know, I bought a couple of things. Not like expensive. I bought like, it was, I was probably still in high school. So I was just buying like pizza slices or slushy or whatever and then one day i actually bought like a whole meal and my debit card got declined so i had to like call my dad and he had to like put some money in there and it was it got declined like three four times and then i had to call my dad and he put some money in there and then it worked and i told my friend about that and i swear for like the last five six seven years every time i beat her in like the the game pigeon games on iMessage or you know I make a joke about her I'm like oh you know you got a mustache going on she's like oh but you know I didn't have my debit card declined I didn't have my debit card declined and then I think maybe a month ago she got her she got hers declined and you know what I really do appreciate her just telling me because if I were her I would just never tell me ever I would never I would never openly tell someone about it, especially someone that, you know, I've been calling like a brokey for seven, eight years, which he has been to me. I would never tell that person that my my card got declined. So I do appreciate her just telling me because that's not something I could ever do. I'm not because I'm not trying to lose my leverage, which she just lost. Like, because she, she can't call me a brokey anymore because like. What are you talking about? You're the brokey. You brokey. Um, and also, she got she got hers declined at an LCBO. And she had to pay with a gift card. And my only thought was, you got to be like a real alcoholic to get a gift card. Like, people give you gift cards for, like, the LCBO store. And the LCBO store here is the beer store here. The beer, wine, whatever. And she, for some reason, she's like, no, that's not alcoholic stuff. That's that's what just everyone does. I'm like, no normal person does this. Everyone around you knows you're just like an alcoholic. So they're like, yeah, let's give you LCBO gift cards because we know that's what you were going to do anyways if we just gave you like money. If we just gave you like a sweater, you were just going to sell it, obviously, and then go to the LCBO and buy some beer, which I think is like a fair assumption. I also think it's insanely funny and also sad that people are like, oh, you know what? You're an alcoholic. So you know what we're going to do instead of an intervention? We're going to give you, we're going to enable this. We're going to give you LCBO gift cards so you can keep going about your alcoholic ways. So I'm not sure if I respect that because they're like, you know what? Let's just let her be. Or if I'm like, yo, that's kind of fucked up. You're not, you guys aren't going to have like an intervention for her. You're just going to let her keep imploding. So 
Or maybe they don't like her. Maybe that's why they're doing it. Maybe like, yeah, we want her to implode. But yeah, I think that's it for today, guys. Thank you for listening. What you mean? I ain't call you. I hit you when I landed. I'm waiting in my hotel room. Seems like we're arguing more and it's getting less romantic. Yeah, I think she'll be able to tell soon. But I fuck you right, I will. I fuck you right, I will. I fuck you like no one has ever, ever made you feel. I mean, it's part of our relationship's amazing still. I might just put up with the arguing and stay for real. You looking bad, girl, for goodness sakes. You with all those curves and me without no breaks. Ooh, I'm willing to work it out however long it takes you. You feel like you miss those happy days with girl that makes two of us. Our timing is wrong Your friends always tying up every line on your phone Yeah, but telling bitches that you'll always be my missus And the hardest part about the fucking business is minding your own uh, And every time I try and break it off We just yell until we're tired and I break you off It's useless all this fighting, let's get past it now Even when I throw them deuces, you just send up back around You know what, yo? You a bitch You should have a travel agent Cause you a trip You should make your own toilet tissue Since you the shit But all you got is some fucking issues You fucking bitch I hate niggas But I love your mom Give her a kiss for me Her second son Get your mind right baby You'll get your shit together You gonna be hot a little while I'ma be rich forever Girls seducers They come in deuces But when I cut them off They always become a nuisance Niggas take my old flows And they take my old swag He just took my old bitch And turned it to his new bitch <laughs> I'm stupid But I won't get my drama on What I'm dealing with Is too real For me to comment on They finally got it through my head Not to run my mouth so when y'all talk about you know who I don't know who you talking about I'm on some new shit, I'm talking my deuces up to her I'm moving on to something better, better, better No more trying to make it work, you make me wanna say bye-bye Say bye-bye, say bye-bye to her You make me wanna say bye-bye, say bye-bye, say bye-bye to her Farewell email yeah. from a female yeah. But I'm a player, I ain't gonna tell you all the details <clears throat> What it entails is hard to say like selling seashells By the seashore, but she's not a bore But neither a whore, who needs to know more The kind you can't ignore but want to open the door For or one in your favorite store And leave with all them shopping bags and half of it ain't yours I did things for, ain't rich, ain't poor Wanted to do more, but hell, I just ain't no. Well enough to know if this was all that she came for. But enough to know tonight, excited she came for. Times to my cousin's house to see if I was there. Get your minds out the gutter, man. We out here trying to have a good time. And here I am, all heavy with the words where somebody that's a nerd likely fast forward. But shit, they ask for it. It's hard to throw up the deuces, cause when you know it's juicy, you start to sound like Confucius when making up excuses. Chase cabooses took the track gone. I gotta find me a new locomotive. Stop making sad songs. I'm